of the Kutu Muay Thai podcast is brought to you by PMTLifestyle.com, authentic Muay Thai lifestyle by Kutu. Definitely go check out the website at PMTLifestyle.com for some awesome lifestyle merchandise that's for those of you out there either involved in Muay Thai, looking at getting involved in Muay Thai, and embrace a healthier lifestyle to live the life of Nak Muay. Go check it out. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Kutu Muay Thai podcast. Today is November 8th. 2023. Today, I want to talk about this couple things with Muay Thai. Uh, I think a lot of you are going to find interesting. So, uh, I'm also live on TikTok at Pu'u Muay Thai, tiktok.com forward slash at Pu'u Muay Thai. And uh, we're also on Instagram at Pu'u Muay Thai. Please go follow. There's a lot of people that find us through the podcast. So, I want to give a shout out to you and uh, all of our podcast listeners of Pu'u Muay Thai. Stoked to have some followers international, right? Got a lot of you in Australia. Shout out to the legends out there in Australia that always come through and um, dig our content and always give lots of love. So shout out to everybody in Australia. And as always, if you have questions or comments, anything you want to talk about, or you want to give a shout out to your coach, your training partner, and have it embodied here on the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast, go check out our website podcast.puumoitai.com the link is in the show notes if you're watching this on youtube it's down below as well all right so with that said i want to talk about how i fought on the first ever wbc muay thai diamond belt undercard it was sanchai versus kevin ross so for me i just moved back to ventura california um at, my mom had thyroid cancer. I was living down in LA training with uh, my Thai instructor at the time, uh, selling my blood for Muay Thai. We've talked about this a few times on the podcast too. Um, but moved back. I was training uh, when I could with with who I could uh, at the time. <laughs> it was uh, my original coach, uh, Fred. You know, he was kind of uh, hit or miss at that time in that moment in his life. Um, and I would ride my bike probably like eight miles, 10 miles to go to the gym through like sketchy roads. There's no bike lanes or anything like that to go train. And then I was also taking the train, the Metrolink train from Ventura down to North Hollywood, go stay with my friend Brian and get, get the train I could. Um, I was actually supposed to have a fight. It was at the Lotus Festival at uh, Echo Park. And my opponent pulled out like and we weighed in and it came back later. They didn't want to fight. So didn't end up getting a fight, went through this whole mess, corner man, everything coming down from Ventura. Um, but it ended up being a good thing because I got the call from the promoter, who is also my trainer, um, to be able to fight, to be one of two amateur fights on the undercard for Sanchai versus Kevin Ross for the first ever WBC Muay Thai Diamond Belt. Okay, this was a crazy, crazy event. Um, to think about this moment, it's actually a moment in history, in Muay Thai history now. Uh, Kevin Ross actually even wrote a book about it. Um, and we actually have this book on display, signed by Kevin Ross at the Pu'u Muay Thai Academy in Ventura, uh, along with the shorts that Sanchai fought Kevin Ross in for that fight as well. So it just it's a little piece of like uh, Americana Muay Thai history, right? So uh, I got this call for this fight, and I'm like, man, I... I 
not really able to train as much as I want to. Uh, when I was training at that time, like, you know, I would maybe get a good streak of like four days in, uh, down in North Hollywood, but I was, I had to eat out. I didn't have like meal prep or anything like that. So I'd eat like vegetables at Panda Express and steamed rice and stuff. Um, it was a really tough time in my life. Um, you know, but I, I was like, I can't pass on this opportunity to fight. And my Thai instructor had a lot of faith in me. And he's like, you know, as long as you can train hard, I think you have a good chance of winning. So I was like, you know, fuck it, I'll do it. Um, But, you know, it became very apparent that I wasn't going to be able to train as much as I needed to for this camp. I committed to it, so I stuck to it. Um, The the first sign was having a hard time making weight, okay? I borrowed my mom's car to drive down from Ventura to Commerce Casino, uh, her AC did not work and it was like one of those heat waves where it was like over hundred degrees in East LA. So I was like literally pouring water over the back of my head after cutting weight all night, um, to be able to make weight, <laughs> uh, for the event. And I wasn't sure if I made weight cause my scale was all messed up, all this stuff too. Uh, but I was, I was stuck pretty bone dry. I remember just sucking on ice and spitting it out in the hotel room, uh, waiting for weigh-ins and just knowing that I didn't get to do all the prep that I wanted to do due to training restrictions I was running I did all the runs I did all this stuff but I was just I don't know what I was going doing like diet wise this is still like when I was learning a lot uh in Muay Thai as well for like how to control your weight how to be healthy uh things like this too so uh later later on I discovered uh, Mike Dolce the Dolce diet shout out to him go check that out I actually recommend his books in my book um, but I wish I had that content back then. Let's say that fast forward, uh, get to the weigh-ins. I came in two pounds overweight. My opponent, Alec Gonzalez, shout out to Alec. He's, he's gangster. Uh, great guy too. Just class opponent. The, if you know Muay Thai, no one hates each other on it. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I missed weight. That was like one of two times in my fighting stuff where I missed weight. The first one was where I didn't know how to cut weight. I came in overweight. This time I was just, it's indicative of a bad fight camp. That's what that was. So uh, as I went through that, like, you know, it's just, it is what it was, you know, and uh, I wasn't gonna be able to lose any more weight. Um, I, you know, had some food, rehydrated, and just kind of felt like space and out of it. Uh, Our friend Takun from Sassy Papa Gym in Bangkok was there. So I'd visited Takun's gym a couple times and knew his fighters very well. Um, So he had one of his fighters that was fighting against a Japanese fighter. His fighter, Rung Ravi, Sassy Papa Gym, was fighting against Kunitaka Fujiwara from Japan uh, as the co-main event. So Takun uh, offered to help corner with Crew Dan from Mayed Martial Arts. Shout out to Crew Dan at Mayed Martial Arts. That guy's always had my back and always believed in me. I love you. Um, going into that, too, was like, you know, when we were warming up in the back room, right? Takun's like, man, your kick's not that good. Like, what's up? Because he's seen me, like, when I'm in shape and, like, training good, you know, because I've gone over there a couple times to train. And he's like, okay, don't worry about it. Just go out there and go fight hard. Like, but I knew in the back of my head, it's like, hey, oh, I, I didn't prep as much as I, I could have for this, right? And I was fighting against a young, hungry guy who, on paper, I'm supposed to beat. And, you know, so for him, I'm sure he knew that as well at that time. Uh, And he's southpaw, it's tricky. So first round came out. I don't remember much of the fight, honestly. I remember little bits and pieces of it. 
Um, actually did better than I thought going back and looking at the video uh, on it. But first round came back. I was too slow. That's just what it came down to. I was way, way too slow. Um, couldn't really get off in the first round. I think I got dropped like in the first or second round. And I remember just coming back and Dan asking me like, hey, what's going on? Like, are you okay? You want to keep going? I'm like, yeah, I want to keep going. Like, just, just keep it going, right? I would land some shots, but it was only like one or two shots, whereas Alec was planting his left leg kick and going to like a Superman punch, and he was just bouncing his hand off my head. And later on, I found out that he actually had broke his hand on my head. So, um, you know, I had two black eyes. I, I went out into the third round, and I, I that's where I started gaining some momentum. I think I may have won the third round. I don't know. I don't really remember. I haven't seen a whole lot of footage from it like since then. Uh, I did see footage back then, but nothing really since. I think it's still floating around somewhere online. They had like, it was at GFL TV, Go Fight Live TV, uh, was like the go-to streaming service for Muay Thai fights back then. Um, but, you know, coming out of that fight too, I, I learned a lot, you know. Um, I learned about that I have the heart to be able to fight and to withstand that kind of punishment and keep going, right? Uh, I learned that um, in order that me moving back to Ventura may not have been the best uh, career choice for me in Muay Thai because I had dedicated a lot of my time to Muay Thai and it, that made me more depressed than anything. I was so, so sad. I cried when I went back to the hotel room. I was yelling at myself uh, because I let myself down. That was what that ultimately came down to. I let myself down. And... This is something that anybody who's fought or done combat sports, like you know what that low feels like. It's like the highest of highs, the lowest of lows is what I like to say. And I was at one of those low points. I had to pull it together because we were going out to go uh, grab dinner at Thai Plaza with Sanchai and the fighters that were fought on the event from Japan and everything like that too. And I remember, um, you know, hanging out with my team and just feeling good, you know, because they, they supported me regardless. I still, in the back of my head, felt really, really down about that whole experience because I just, I was really, it was like, man, I, I fucked up by moving back to Ventura. Like, things are just now starting to kick off for me. Flying out on a card for this, you know, historical event in Muay Thai. And I was being told it's historical. I knew it was, and it's just been reaffirmed with time that it has been, too. So... Um, and for those of you that are over here on TikTok as well, I'll get to these questions and stick around just a little bit. Um, so I hung out, went to the Thai Plaza with our team. Uh, and like I said, I felt really like down on myself. I got to hang out with Crudan, uh, Takun, got some food. And there's some other behind the scenes stuff that I'm not going to really share because it's not my place to tell it. But um, I would like to have the promoters from that event. Um, Knockweed and uh, Robin Hart on separately and uh, I believe I can get Robin on here too. If Robin if you're listening shout out to you. Thanks for everything that you've done for Muay Thai um, and for me too. Going into that uh, with Sanchai you know Sanchai goat right for me I was like totally starstruck hanging out with Sanchai. He told me hey don't worry about it next time you'll win for sure keep training so and he was like joking around with me like you can't feel bad when Sanchai is like sitting there next to you trying to cheer you up, right? You can't, just bottom line. Uh, Sanchai did win that night too against Kevin Ross. It was a very close fight. Um, and that's what the, some of the lessons, that, I went through a pretty deep depression after that fight because I had to like figure out how I'm gonna train, what, what's, what's my next direction gonna be for Muay Thai. And 
Um, that's a lesson that I carry through for our coaches, for our com- competitors and our students now too, about how to work through those lows and those valleys and having a support system. Um, you know, kind of going through here, uh, if you have any questions about that, you want me to go more in depth and you're listening to this podcast or watching it, let me know down in the comments, or you can shoot me a message over at podcast.puumoitai.com links down in the show notes. Um, I go into the questions here on TikTok from Haiti. He said, thoughts on Lithway and Dagestan wrestling. Lithway is great. It's a brutal art. I don't see it being super competitive because of the brutality of the sport, man. There's not going to be a lot of people signing up to do it because they get paid pennies uh, compared to like doing boxing or MMA. And then you have Muay Thai, right? Makes a little bit of money. It's just now starting to get money, but Lithway doesn't have a lot of money. In Dagestan wrestling, I don't know much about it. I've talked about it here that if you get these Eastern Bloc wrestlers opening up a camp in Thailand MMA where they have a Dagestani wrestling coach and a high-level Muay Thai coach, you're going to have a dangerous team coming out of Thailand if you get that. Uh, Nicholas Lai says, how are you? My English is no good. No worries, Nicholas. I appreciate you. You were in USA. Awesome, man. Um, but, uh, you know, anybody has questions on Pu'u Muay Thai, or you have questions and you want to talk about Pu'u Muay Thai or just Muay Thai training in general, go check out our YouTube, uh, Pu'u Muay Thai on YouTube. And um, I just found out too, we're one of the top, or we've taken over on the top ranked of most downloaded podcasts for Muay Thai in the world. So for me, that's pretty freaking cool. Uh, that's just like the audio format. Of course, YouTube, there's some there's some badass people on here too. Uh, Hades on TikTok says, I'd like to do Muay Thai. What are your suggestions for me to better myself in that route? So Hades, you know, for being a beginner in Muay Thai, go check out some of our content. I have a ton of stuff, you know, at our academy, we like to say we specialize in beginners. So I have a ton of beginner-friendly content on our TikTok as well as on our YouTube channel and uh, our Instagram and stuff like that as well. There's tons of stuff. Uh, I just gave out a whole portion of my book. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast, go back. Uh, A few weeks ago, I started leaking out my book I published in 2020 called Preparing for Your First Muay Thai Fight. I called it that because no one wrote a book. It's the first ever book about preparing for your first Muay Thai fight or preparing for a Muay Thai fight. It's not just general training book. So with that, though, it talks a lot about like if you're trying to have a competitive endeavor in Muay Thai or even if you're just trying to get better at training in Muay Thai or how to be a good student, it is a great, great resource for it. It is free in the audio format on our podcast, completely free. Uh, you can go purchase it uh, direct from us, uh, pmtlifestyle.com, pmtlifestyle.com. Uh, you go to the shop there or you can order on Amazon because I know ordering direct might not make the most sense with shipping. Um, you can order on Amazon as well. Okay, so uh, there, there's plenty of resources on that. But the number one thing is just realize that everybody starts as a beginner. Uh, and, you know, if you don't have a truly authentic Muay Thai program where you're at, just get any training you can and do your best to save up and go to Thailand. If you need help going to Thailand, we're doing a Thailand training camp in 2024. Hit me up. You can hit me up through the podcast link too. Um, we got a lot of people who are going to be going for the first time. And uh, there's that amazing Muay Thai festival for WBC happening at the same time. The host camp, Kit Kemton Gym, is nearby where the, the tournament's going to be at as well. So I'm very excited about that to be back in Thailand and uh, to be there for the tournament and stuff like that.
okay? Uh, but with that said, thank you so much for tuning in today. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Go hit the subscribe. I would love to see you guys. And with that said, I'm going to be touching up again on our next video where we're going to be talking more in depth about shin guards. All right, that's going to be it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast. If you enjoy the content, go leave a review over on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Give us a rating. It means the world to us. Also, if you want to be a guest on the Pu'u Muay Thai podcast, or if you just want to shout out to your friend, go check us out at podcast.pu'umuaythai.com. You can submit to be able to be a guest on the podcast. You can submit what you want to talk about. Also, if you want to just give a shout out, there's a button for that too. So what do you cop?